Good morning to you, my New Covenant Church family. I can hardly wait to be with you in person next Sunday. But the task at hand is a brief sermonette, which will tie in also to this week's daily readings. And the title is Homesick. And specifically, we'll focus on the theme of hope. So now hear these words from the Gospel according to Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 28, and this from the Common English Bible. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth there will be dismay among the nations in their confusion over the roaring of the sea and surging waves. The planets and other heavenly bodies will be shaken, causing people to faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world. Then they will see the human one, coming on a cloud with power and great splendor. Now when these things begin to happen, stand up straight and raise your heads, because your redemption is near. Here ends the reading. May God grant us wisdom and courage as we seek to interpret and act faithfully on these words. The author known as Luke paints for us a rather dramatic portrait, doesn't he? In this vision now known as the Little Apocalypse by many Bible scholars, the whole world is aching for hope and for healing and for restoration. Things are in crisis mode. And he gives this vision of a desperate, divided, confused people obsessed with destroying one another as a result. Now, if we're being honest, we know a thing or two about division and confusion in our own world today, don't we? Whatever our world was like prior to the coronavirus, it seems things may even be more desperate, more divided, and more confused now. But what further complicates the matter is that after we've been feeling homesick for a better day long enough, we begin to interpret nearly all our circumstances as impending and certain doom. It's what we do as humans. If we're not careful when we're feeling the homesickness for a better day, we can take things and make them even worse than they already are by assuming that everything and everyone is quite literally out to get us and that the world is, at the end of the day, a lost cause. Now, I want to be clear before I go on any further. There are times that a spiritual adjustment is not enough. When chronic anxiety or depression is present, we may need to seek the professional help of doctors or therapists, or both. But in most cases, where a spiritual attitude adjustment is sufficient, I hope you'll recall with me what the author Luke suggested we do in our text just a moment ago when we read it. Luke wrote these words to a people in his own day, but quite frankly, he could have just as well written them to us. So, I don't know who needs to hear these words of hope today, but just in case it's you, would you listen again? Luke said, now when these things begin to happen, bad things, stand up straight and raise your heads because your redemption is near. So here's my question. What if the next time we're convinced things are just about as bad as they can get? We remember that sometimes 
We must change our posture before we can change our perspective. As Christians, we know that the worst thing is never the last thing in our hearts. But sometimes we forget to remind our heads. And the weight of the world may feel like it's sitting squarely upon our shoulders as we think about all of the bad news. And there is plenty to be certain. But Luke reminds us that the worst thing is never the last thing for Christians. A change of posture will often change our perspective. And so while we long for a better day many times, and we may feel homesick for a more hopeful time, let us not forget that the darkest hour is just before dawn, and hope comes in the morning. Now, did you notice that Luke wrote H-E-A-D-S, heads. He didn't say lift up your H-E-A-D, head, in the singular form. He said it in the plural form. And here's why I think. Because from the earliest moments of the Jesus movement, Christians have been called together to be a community, a people of hope, a community of hope, a place where when one of us is weak, the other are called to be strong enough for the both of us. Some of you you already know the incredible feeling because you've heard someone say to you, Hey there, rest your tired head on my shoulder and I will raise us both up for this leg of our journey. This first Sunday of Advent, it is my privilege to remind us that God calls us together as a community to be people of hope. And when we are strong, we must remember to be hope givers and hope helpers to those who are weak or desperate. And when we are weak, and we will be, we cannot rob our sisters and brothers and siblings of the opportunity to come alongside us and raise us up to be in a better place, a more upright posture, out from under the weight of the world, a place where at long last our eyes can see that hope really is just beyond that last desperate place we swore the world would surely end. Thanks be to God for the gift of hope. It heals even the most homesick heart.